Warning, the following episode contains spoilers and foul language. User discretion advised. Today you have two choices. Take the blue pill and remain listening to inferior podcasts. Or take the red pill and remain in Wonderland and listen to quite possibly the greatest podcast ever. Welcome to the Movies from A to B podcast. Where today we will be talking about The Matrix. The Matrix Trilogy. Trilogy, our special 10th episode. I am Aaron, as always. And I'm Gavin. Thank you for joining us today. This, as I've said, is our very special 10th episode. We're trying a thing here. Yeah, so. trying a thing here. Hopefully, Hopefully every 10 episodes we'll be doing a trilogy of either A or B quality, or both, depending on where it went, I guess. Yeah. And we chose The Matrix for our first one, just yeah. totally random. No, you know, nothing special about it. Nothing like so. that. Darts at a dartboard. Pretty right. much. Uh, so, got anything to say before we get started here? Oh, let's crack into this bitch. Crack into it? All right. Yeah, we got three movies. Yeah, to we got, talk this, about. Is, this is going to be a little longer, so, but should be still just as awesome. Yeah, grab some soda and some peanuts and, you know. Plug in. Kick back. <laughs> if you're at work, just tune everybody else out. If you're in your car, just. Pay attention to the podcast and not the road. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't <laughs> cause accidents now, okay? Do what you gotta do. Still pay attention to the road. I, people can multitask. I know they can. So, right. first on the docket. Yeah. Obviously, the first one up is 1999's The Matrix. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, that one. Oh, okay. Directed by the time At Larry and Andy Wachowski, the Wachowski brothers, who are no longer brothers. No. They are now... Lana and Lily, the Wachowski sisters. <laughs> so, um, for the time being, we will refer to them as the Wachowski brothers, seeing as that's what they were. Should be, though. I mean, it's their well, choice. They want to be known as the sisters. Choice. They are in their IMDb, IMDb page. They're credited as both brothers. Brothers. Yeah. So, um, But this movie stars Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, Kieran Moss, and Hugo Weaving. And many more. And there's a plenty more um but yeah we'll get to some lots of extras we'll get into every single name right eventually so this movie starts off here uh looking like a police raid on some kind of building yeah it starts off with that weird phone call oh yeah you know he's the one yeah it's like green yeah the trace program okay i see it as binary type stuff yeah but they're tracing where the phone call's coming from yeah it's like five 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 Something, 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 something. Mm-hmm. You know? And there's just two, two people talking. Um, yeah. You, you'll learn who one of the voices are. But and then it goes to this raid on a building where all these cops are coming in. Kick open the door. Open the door. And did you notice the most fat, out-of-shape cop is the one who kicks down the door? Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> Really young, you know, hotshot rookie cop who's, like, around the corner. He, like, gives a signal. Why is that not the one kicking in the door? No, let's I, give it to the guy who's two days away from retirement who's shoving his face full of donuts kicking open the door, you know? Let's not send in the badass. We no, can't God. afford to lose him. This guy's got experience. He can kick down a door. He might be 70 years old, but he's still got it. Anyways, they kick in the door. Um, there's just one lone One chick, chick one phone. One phone. Just all in this room. Sounds like a bad internet video. Yep. And then the suits, ups, there's another, they kind of go somewhere else, right? Well, they cut outside where uh, 
the agents show up. Yep. And agents. it's like, oh, you can sh- take that jurisdiction shit and show up your ass. ass. You know? And like, no, this is all right. Well, if you're cops, you're probably already dead if yeah. I know who's in there, right? And then sure enough, we cut back to there and this chick just starts kicking ass. She proceeds to murder everyone. Pretty much, yep. Unnecessarily. Oh, just... I mean, at this point, yeah. Yeah. She's just killing dudes. Awesome opening fight sequence. Um, this, this After she takes care of all the cops, the agents show up and chase her across the rooftops. Which I... Okay, I've watched this movie like a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And I had never noticed the guns and ammo sign that's on one of the rooftops. Yeah. I totally saw the smoke coming out of it. I was like, wait a minute, that's really cool. <laughs> never noticed that before until okay. now. But they head across the rooftops, and, and she just impossible roof chase. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, at one point she literally jumps over a street. Yeah, because the cops are chasing him too, and she jumps, and the agent jumps, and the cops are like, "That's that's impossible." Yeah. And then she heads to a phone booth, and this truck comes. That garbage truck out of garbage fucking nowhere. RKO's that fucking smashes the booth. Which. I mean, this is 1999, I know, but there were no phone booths at that time. Yeah. I mean, if there yeah. were, they were very sparse. They were still around. Cell phones weren't as big as you'd think then. Yeah, it's not Still, though, I can still see their phone booths coming. Yeah, I don't Keep see in it. mind, Grand Theft Auto was just still in its first two games there. And what did you do to trigger missions on there? You went to phone booths. Yeah. So they probably were still around. Especially in bigger cities. Very few, if any, I'm going to say. Very few, yes. I but mean, still of relevance. So. Just barely. I mean, kids watching this movie nowadays probably don't know what the hell what that is. What the fuck did you go into? Is what? that the TARDIS? In that doesn't make sense. Um, but they crash into her and thinking, oh, man, she got fucking wrecked. Yeah. I mean. And then they go look and she's gone. Just a Torah wall. Yep. What the fuck? Where'd she go? And then the agents... Mentioned something about Neo. Yeah. Which will be too late. Yeah. But. Well, that'd be cut to essentially Neo. To Neo, yeah. yeah. Um, Sleeping on his computer. Sleeping on his keyboard. He's in a major search for Morpheus. Mm -hmm. Um, He gets a text on his computer. His computer screen goes black. He just gets some random green text that says, The Matrix has you. And he's like trying to click and figure out. And then it says, Follow the White Rabbit. And then he gets a knock on his door. So. Uh, Cyberpunk type people. Yeah, I, I still to this day don't know what the hell they were doing. Besides, like picking up a program. Yeah, oh, he gives them a disc and he's like, "If you get caught with this, you don't know me." And they're like, "Come on, let's go to the club or whatever." And he's like, "No, I got to work in the morning." And the chick kind of turns and she has a white rabbit tattooed on her shoulder. And he's like, "Okay, I'll come." So, so they go to the club. club. This is where Neo meets the chick from the room in the beginning of the movie. It was Trinity. Yeah. If I know her name's Trinity, she's a former hacker. Or Neo knows who she is. She was famous. Yeah. Right? Um, that was she, a long time ago, long, I guess. She tells him she he's in danger, he's being watched, all this good stuff. Neo has to go back home. or He just kind of wakes up to his alarm after that and kind of forgets the rest of the night. Goes into work, gets yelled at by his boss. He's a software... Works at a software company. Yeah. They don't really say what he does, but... Right, but it's something to do with computers, obviously. Yeah. Well, they make software. Yeah. He says we're the biggest software company, and you think you can just come in late all the time. Yep. Like a piece of shit. So he goes to his cubicle, 
he gets a pa- just a random package, opens it up. It's a phone. As soon as he puts it in his hand, it rings. Good old-fashioned flip phone. <laughs> Classic 99 cell phone. Answers it, and it's Morpheus. Yeah. And we don't know who who exactly Morpheus is at this point, but we know that's the guy who Neo was looking for. Yeah. Um, he just kind of tells what's going to happen, and Neo looks, and, yep, there's agents there looking for him. Morpheus guides him. The first thing he tells him to do is to go to the cubicle directly across from him because the agents are going to come look for him in his cubicle. Yeah. And they come and look in his cubicle. Don't think to, like, check the one right across from him. Oh, it's empty. You don't check that one, of course. They just kind of stand there, and they're like, hmm. Hmm. I don't think he could have went in the one directly behind us, so I won't even bother wasting my time looking. I probably would have passed it up. It's just... It just seemed a little like, come on, really? There's no way he's like literally. And he, he, it's the worst. He does the worst sneak job to get out of there either. Like he's trying to stay low and he's just all like back in Notre Dame and just crouched down like fucking. <laughs> and he has to end up sneaking out a window. Um, follow the. He's supposed to follow the. Never. Follow the ledge under the window washing thing. Yeah, the. the um, but he drops the phone. He drops the phone there, and you see this is, a, this is a nice camera shot, too, of, like, a straight down from his point of view, which is... Yeah, a nice CG shot of the phone, yeah. you know. Falling. Yeah. Um, he's trying to get to the rat rafter thing, but he's like, yeah, fuck that. He ends up getting caught by the cops and the agents. Yeah, he pusses out, essentially. Yeah. Like, I can't do this. I can't do it. I can't do it. Fuck this. Um, so, yeah, he gets dragged out by the cops and... Taken to questioning. Yeah, interrogation, essentially. And this is where we learned that Neo is actually Thomas Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson, yes. Um, but he has two lives. He's Thomas Anderson by day, and he's the Neo, the hacker, by night. Um, the agents... Which they still don't really say what he does. Right. Just that he's a uh, works with computers at night, you know? Hmm. Interesting. He's a, he's a hacker, essentially, but what, yeah. what the fuck's he hacking? Knows. Making programs for like cyberpunk wannabe douchebags. Probably. You know? I could not know what those cyberpunk douchebags needed with that program. It just it really bothers me. It's mixed for fucking 12 hours straight that he made. Could be. It's like, you want to be a good DJ? I'll just make you a sweet <laughs> fucking mix. So he's getting questioned, and the agents tell him that we want your help to get Morpheus. And an awesome CG scene here uh, Neo's mouth kind of disappears. Yeah, well, and he like freaks out. Part practical, part CG, because they actually like plastered over his mouth. Yeah, and then like, and then you know, it looks like you super... can tell it looks wonky at that point. Mm-hmm. It's super cool though, because he's freaking out. They implant a bug into him, and it's like it's kind of creepy crawly. It's like this little mechanical scorpion looking yeah, thing. Yeah, don't like bugs. You're yeah. probably not gonna like this. <laughs> yeah. I, I really don't like belly buttons. So this, <laughs> yeah, this yeah. freaking out. Crawls in through his belly button, and then he wakes up. In his bed, right? Yeah, he wakes up like nothing fucking ever happened. Just a fucking dream. Then his phone rings again. He gets directed to this bridge. Uh, Trinity meets him there. He hops in the car with them. Which is a nice-ass car. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a 1965 Lincoln Connell with suicide doors. Suicide doors. Fucking sweet car. Um, And while he's in the back, they kind of have him at... Immediately hold him to gunpoint while Trinity tries to get this bug out of him. Yeah, search for the bug. And, yeah. and they literally just, like, 
can like see inside where the bugs crawling around inside them and they yeah, suck they pull it up. like this giant fucking cyberpunk gun that <laughs> yeah. goes on your fucking stomach. Mm-hmm. It looks like a fucking t-shirt cannon gun. Kind of. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's like, hold and, still, we're gonna pump a fucking advertisement into your yeah. stomach. <laughs> and they suck this bug out right through his belly button in this gross fashion and just kind of throw it out the window. Um, but then we go to, they take him to meet Morpheus in this old ass rundown house. Find out he's here because he wants to know something, but what? And this is where we learn about the Matrix. Like Matrix tell him shit about it. He's just he, he tells him a little bit, but then he's like, "You have to see it to believe it." Yeah, you can't um, be. because the Matrix is everywhere. And this is where he gives him the two options: you take the blue pill, you go home and keep living in this fantasy world, or you take the red pill, you stay here, you stay in Wonderland. And I show you just how far the rabbit hole goes. So he takes the red pill. Vaguely sexual. Yeah, yeah, not at, not at all. Does he think? <laughs> oh, this guy might be trying to roofie me, but he's being yeah. nice, giving me a choice. You're but. about to be drugged and raped. Yeah. He <laughs> takes the red pill and gets in this contraption and fucks with a mirror. He kind of like warps into this mirror or whatever. Yeah, that is like, uh, where did I write that down? It's like the worst way to transition someone into a fucking alternate reality. I thought with a mirror. Well, no, just the whole fuck. Yeah, the mirror and the mirror like growing up his fucking arm oh, and like yeah, he, yeah, 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 because yeah. he's just all screaming as he's being engulfed by this mirror, and you get this like weird like old dial-up noise as he kind of yeah. gets sucked into um, the real world, basically. Like he sees the inside of the matrix. Yeah, if we, if you, uh, <laughs> I forgot how I was even gonna say this. Fucking, if you're gonna put someone into a different world, like. The absolute worst way is to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely horrify them beforehand. <laughs> Make <laughs> them think that they're dying. Yeah, and then wake up somewhere new. And yeah. then they essentially wake up in a jello tube. Yeah. Bath. <laughs> yep, that's what he wakes up in. This, like, pod covered in goo. He's got all these wires hooked up to his back and shit. And he just, he's completely bald. Like, his yeah. whole body's bald. Yes. Yep. Eyebrows bald the whole bit. He kind of comes out all this goo, he gets sucked down this tunnel and into his gross... Well, he looks around first and sees all the other people oh, yeah. in, like, okay. tubes. Yep. And then, like, another machine comes up and, like, choke holds him. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know why he didn't just snap his neck there. They're like, oh, this guy woke up, snap a neck. Yeah. But now they j- drop back into the tube, which sucks him down, like, the magical water slide. Yep. And into this, like, poop pool. And the poop pool. It's plucked out by a crane, and he re-meets everyone that was there. Yeah. And they say, welcome to the real world. And then he obviously gets some rest, and there's a montage of him just, you know... Fixing his muscles, because yep. they've been atrophied, and... Yep. And then after all the little montage, uh, we realize we're on a ship called the Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar. This is Morpheus's ship. The crew he has there is a crew of a bunch of people. Apoc, Switch, Cypher, Tank, Dozer, and Mouse. And Trinity. And Trinity's there, too, yeah. yeah. Cypher's the probably biggest name out of here. He's played by Joe Pantoliano. The other ones are just, you know, your regular everyday actors, basically. Yeah, chumps. Yeah, just chumps. They never really go on to what do it. What this crew does is what they hack into the Matrix. The Matrix is basically the world that everybody sees. Yeah, that everyone's living in, that yeah. they don't know. They don't know. It's this sophisticated computer program run by these machines. Yeah. And they hack into it and enlighten people, basically. 
which is what just happened to Neo. So they kind of bring back Neo into the Matrix and kind of show him like this morbid-ass video of the baby fields and how they liquefy the dead to feed the living. <laughs> it's really morbid, yeah. It's great. And they kind of just show him how the Matrix gets constructed, what that the world is just a simulation. Um, at some point, a long time ago, the machines and humans had a war, and the machines found that their energy source was humans. Well, so that's because the humans, like, scorched the sky. Yeah. And they were running off solar power at that time. Yeah, because humans are terrible people. So they needed to make batteries out of humans, essentially. Yeah, and that's what the world is now. Yeah. They just kind of keep all the humans in this fantasy world. At this point, Neo freaks out, passes out. Um, I mean, this well, is where... He, yeah, he, Wants out and then he gets out and he pukes everywhere and yep. fucking yep. passes out. Yeah. Morpheus tells of the Oracle prophecy at this point. Oh, we can't skip the fucking training. This is where he does the training. With, the, with Morpheus? Yeah. He does uh, the training next. fight with Morpheus. Next. Because Tank operates on Neo after this. Morpheus, he doesn't tell him about the Oracle. He says, mentions it. No, Tank is training Morpheus. Yeah. Or training Neo. Training Neo, yeah. yeah. Tank is, like, operating on him. He teaches him stuff. It's a training montage, yeah. right? He kind of just implants these programs into Neo and teaches him. And then Morpheus him. goes in and fights him. Yep. For funsies. Because, oh, in case this wasn't clear, or if you haven't seen the movie, they just plug programs into your head. Like, he learns, like, Taekwondo and Jiu-Jitsu. Like three and, seconds. Yeah, a yeah. couple seconds. It's just as quick as you could download an app to your phone. That's how he learns all this shit. So he goes for, like, ten hours straight. Yep. And then... And like, let's test your skills, yeah, bro. Let's do this. Let's go. Come at me, man. <laughs> what are you going to do? A, what are you going to do? They have a really sweet fight scene there. Yeah, this one's fun. Neo just gets wrecked. Yeah. Um, but he also looks like he has to shit really bad when he fights. He's always got this disgruntled <laughs> look on his face. He's got poop face. <laughs> and Morpheus is just kind of so lackadaisical by, by blocking all his punches and then yeah. fucking kicks the shit out of him. And it's when he tells him, you need to free your mind. And the uh, jump program? Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah, that's, I believe so. Yep, the jump program where Morpheus goes and jumps from roof to roof, and then Neo tries to go jump and doesn't free his mind and just falls off this roof. Yeah, into the ground, which mm -hmm. is made out of jello. Jello. Yeah. And this is where he finds out if you die in the Matrix, you also die in real life. Yeah. So you got to be careful. Um, they keep telling him more and more about what's going on. He learns about the agents. They're the enemies. He does the agent program where you see the hot blonde. Mm -hmm. And then she ends up like, being yeah. an agent. Yeah. Yeah. Like her? Yeah. I made her. Yeah. I can do whatever you want, man. Fucking pervert. Digital pimp. Yep. Yeah, but after the agent program, that's when the Sentinel flyby happens. The first one. Where you first introduced to the Sentinels. Okay. Or the Squiddies. I call them Squiddies. Oh, yeah. The Squiddies. That's what I that's what I thought they were, yeah. Um, that's just what I wrote down. They look like mechanical squids, the Sentinels. Yeah. They'll be a big part in the later stages of this trilogy. Yeah, one of the whole movies filled with those fuckers. Yeah, that's what I mean. They're, they're a pretty big part. Um, this yeah. is when Cypher shares his moonshine. Yeah, they have a nice chit-chat together. Yeah, chit-chat. Cypher's all like, why didn't I take the other pill? <laughs> Should have taken the blue pill. I hate my life. I hate everything here. Let's get drunk. Yeah. After that scene, we see Cypher at a dinner where he's talking with Agent Smith. Yeah, in the Matrix. Yeah, in the Matrix. 
Agent Smith is played by Hugo Weaving. Um, I'm just going to say it right off the bat before I even we get into the other ones. Hugo Weaving is probably my favorite character throughout these movies. Yeah, he's definitely good. His, sure. his character is awesome. He is so underrated as an actor. Just an incredible actor. And I love this role. Yeah. He, did, he did like a bang-up job on this. Um, but you're kind of like, why is Cypher talking to the enemy? Yeah. And about stuff. Cypher's talking about how... You- you know, he knows the steak isn't real and fucking... But, but so juicy. Yeah. Yeah. And how he doesn't want to be in the real world anymore and he wants to get plugged back in, so he's going to sell out everyone. Yeah. And you're like, uh-oh, there's our conflict right there. Yeah. We found an enemy. Yep. So everybody straps in, in the real world. And in order... How they get from the real world to the Matrix, they strap into these little contraptions... And they get this fucking spiky thing. Yeah, giant spike in the back of their goddamn head. Right in the back of their head. And they kind of get sucked into the Matrix. And they have a guy back in the real world who's kind of guiding them through there. The operator. Yep, the operator. In order to get out of the Matrix, they have to have... In order to get out of the Matrix. Yeah. In order to get out of the Matrix, they have to have a landline phone, which the operator will call and give them an out. So they phone into the Matrix. They're going to go see the Oracle. Yeah, this is when they go see the Oracle. Um, They go to this little apartment in, you know kind of projects it looks like a bunch of creepy fucking kids just sitting there yeah floating bricks around floating and bricks bending spoons. bending spoons yeah really weird and the oracle is just some old black lady a yeah, magical old black lady magical old black lady of course uh well the oracle says tells neo or says the morpheus will sacrifice himself because he believes so much in neo yeah but he she pretty much says he's not the one yeah Everybody's been telling you you're the one. Everybody's been telling me you're not the one. But it turns out you're not. Yeah. Morpheus wants Neo because he thinks he's the one that can end this war. He he believes so much in the prophecy. They finish their chat with the Oracle and they kind of go back to the house. Where they're going to get out and back into the real world. Yep. Neo sees Deja Vu. And he thinks nothing of it. But yeah. everybody else is oh, like, deja vu. what? What did you see? This is a big problem. This is a glitch in the Matrix. Um, The cops are there. means they changed something in the Matrix. Yep. The program changed. Mouse just gets fucking riddled. Shredded! Riddled with with bullets. bullets. Like, he's got his guns ready to go, and he just kind of shoots, but it's just like... Those are some badass guns he pulled out, too. You think he could have held his ground a little bit longer with those? Nah, he's a little bitch. So, yeah, he just gets fucking wrecked. Reminds me of Squeaks. (laughs) <laughs> seems like something that would happen yep. to him <laughs> right now they're trapped there's agents in this building looking for him they, uh, all their exits have been blocked off landlines been cut they're trying to talk with the operator looking for an out they determine they have to escape through the wall the best possible way out yep. sneak down the wall and then you know sneak away and while they're in the wall uh Cypher sneezes. He gets a bunch of dust in his face. This, you know, it seems like it would be an act of betrayal on his behalf, but it's totally not. It's totally not, but it's awesome it's that they, just, make it, they make it him. It's just chance. <laughs> so the cops hear the, his sneeze, they just start shooting through the wall. Uh, Morpheus stays there and tries to fight Smith. Oh, yeah, the... the uh, we haven't said this, the agents can, like, turn into anybody who's still in the Matrix. Right. 
And it looks like such a painful thing, too, because you're just a normal person, yeah. and then you see their body, like, twitch, and they're like... Their faces warp and fucking... And then, yeah, they're one of the agents. So, it's yeah. Epic Morpheus shootout. Sacrifices himself at this point, essentially. Essentially. Yeah. We think this is the sacrifice. Morpheus and Smith fight. Uh, he loses. The cops just kind of come in and beat the shit out of him. Cypher exits first. Yeah, he gets out first somehow. He gets out first. And then he kills Tank and Dozer. Yeah, just fries the shit out of him yeah, with, like, the... electricity guns. Kind of looks like the Ghostbusters gun a little bit. Dude, that gun, it, it looks like, like a smaller version of the one they used to pull the fucking thing out of his stomach. It does. It, it just shoots this, like, blue electronic Yeah, gun. It's, it's like, we're just going to take the tube off the side, take the monitor off, and now it's a fucking electric yeah, gun. Could be. Save money, you know. Could right? be, yeah. Cypher is pissed. He's At this point, he's taking the operator's phone and talking to everybody. He's pissed yeah. because he thinks he's Morpheus' slave. And at this point, he just kind of starts killing everybody. Yeah. He, he kills Apoc, then Switch, by just yanking out their cords. Which, you know, no safe flying out, so they die. Collapse all over. But, luckily for Vales, Tank is still alive. Yeah. Tank grabs a gun. No, no, no. Luckily for everybody else... Cypher is your classic movie villain. Yep. <laughs> Who decides to kill the heroes last <laughs> yeah. instead of just pulling those cords right away. Yeah. It would be so easy if I just yank all four of these and then have my speech yeah. to nobody. And then just call up, you know, yeah. hey guys, plug me back in. Game yeah. over. No more movies. <laughs> but Tank is still alive. He grabs the gun and takes out Cypher. So good riddance, you fucking dick. Yeah, he's a douche. Yep. Um, and then we go back to see Agent Smith is torturing Morpheus at this point. Kind of hacking his brain. Yeah, and Morpheus is just, like, tied up. He's got these old things taped to his head, and he just looks like he's in pain. Yeah, it's, he looks like he's taking a really sweaty dump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, a lot of the scenes are just him from the chest up, and if there was a toilet under him, I wouldn't have been surprised. <laughs> There's probably <laughs> out there somebody, like, photoshopping a toilet in there. They don't know where Morpheus is, so they Tank has a, the crazy suggestion of pulling his plug, yeah. which would have killed him essentially. But it would, you know, stop Agent Smith from hacking me into his mind. Yeah. Um, that way he wouldn't get the codes of Zion and all that. Yeah. Zion's the last city on Earth, apparently. Yeah, the, the only city on Earth. Yeah. That's where all the, the people that have been enlightened live. Neo's like, no. He said the Oracle told me about this. I gotta go back in. Um, so he goes back in. Trinity goes with him. Tank just constructs this humongous armory for him. Yeah. Like, like this white room and then all these, like... We need guns. Shells of guns just go... <laughs> and just... They strap up like a mofo. Smith is still trying to break Morpheus at this point. This is where he kind of breaks down a little. Smith. He gets frustrated. Yeah, but he pulls out his, like, earpiece and fucking takes off his glasses, which, you know, they're agents, they don't do that. Yeah. And he kind of, like, gets real with them. He's like, you people are fucking viruses, and every time, you know, I breathe in here, it feels like I'm getting a virus, and mm -hmm. I don't want to get infected, and I need to get out of the fucking Matrix, so I need the fucking codes in your goddamn head. And I was so glad that when he took his glasses off, it wasn't, like, fucking Buscemi eyes or something. Like, he looks badass with his glasses on. And you just, you want to hope that when he takes him off, he still looks like a fucking badass creepy guy. And he does. That's the awesome thing. It's not like he takes him off and he's got, like, 
eyes that are just like, oh, he looks like a fucking nerd now, you know? I'm totally going to Photoshop some Buscemi eyes on him. <laughs> <picture, huh? laughs> nice. Just to see what that looks like. But yeah, Smith is basically saying, I want Zion destroyed. Neo and Trinity get in there. They just fucking slaughter some security guards there. Oh, they, the they, plaza fight? Yeah. The, like, four-minute-long fucking well, chill the, fest? Well, the initial, when they initially come in, they yeah. kind of go through the, oh, the uh, metal detectors. Because yeah. they set them off, because they've got, yeah. you know, the National Guard armory strapped to their back. Yeah. And they're like, hey. You got any metal on you? metal on you? And just, <laughs> just fucking take them out in, like, two seconds. I'm like, oh, all right. Apparently, murder's cool. Yeah, murder everybody. And then they meet all the other guards. There's a bunch of wall runs and flips and just lots. This is a good fight scene. Yeah, lots and lots of bullets. They do a really good use of slow-mo in this scene. And the wire foo is just great in this. That's that's a staple of these. That was something that was kind of almost new at this point in time. Yeah, this was my favorite fight scene in this entire movie. Was it? Yeah, it was this plaza battle. I didn't think I'd put down what my favorite one was, but yeah, this one was epic. Yeah. Where Trinity just runs up walls and... I mean, they're taking out dudes left and right. There's like 30 dudes against two, and they just, without a fucking hitch, annihilate everybody. (laughs) So good. Not a Uh, scratch on them. Yep. And they just kind of get out of there. That plaza is just, you know, rubble now. Yeah. And dead bodies. They bomb the elevator shaft. Oh, I love this part, too, because they get in the elevator... They go up on top, they set the bomb or whatever, mm-hmm. and Neo hooks up to, like, the thing, right? Hooks up to the cables. And Trinity just kind of, like, gently grabs onto him. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're not going to hook up for anything? No. Nope. You're going to fall to your fucking death if you have, like, the slightest slip. I just wanted it's to... It's that leather, man. It's super grippy. <sighs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we have to mention everybody wears fucking leather. Oh, everybody wears leather. Everybody wears leather. If you go to the Matrix, you wear fucking yep. leather. Weather and sunglasses. Not even real leather. It looks like pleather. Yeah. You know, it's, it's got to be like... shiny. Yeah. Plasticky almost. <laughs> so the bomb in the elevator triggers some sprinklers, and there's this big rooftop shootout, and this is where we get probably the... Probably, I would say, the most iconic scene from this movie, yeah. and that's the bullet dodge, yep. where the camera, like, slows down as Neo, like, leans back and pans around him, and you see the bullets... Rippling through air as they fly by him, and he ran into an agent. Yeah, he ran. Yeah. So he moves like an agent at this point. Yeah, this is like them. This is where we're kind of seeing that he's more than just a normal guy. Right. He's finally freeing his mind and stuff. Yeah. Trinity gets in this chopper. She's like, I need to learn how to fly a chopper. You fly a helicopter. No one's going to know why we're laughing. No, no, that is an insane <laughs> joke with us. Maybe a couple of you guys would get that, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, she uh, gets a chopper program downloaded into her brain. And instantly she's, you know, ace chopper pilot. Yeah. Neo's got this badass minigun on them. They fly to the room where Morpheus is and just unloads. Yeah. There's no way, I wrote down here, there's no way in hell they didn't hit Morpheus with right. the minigun. Right. <laughs> Uh, Morpheus tries to escape. He jumps out. Uses his uh, strength to break the handcuffs free. Yeah. Apparently he has super strength at this point. Yeah, and then he starts running and gets shot in the leg as he's diving out the window. So Neo has to jump to save him. And he's got a they cord. Do an epic bro hug catch. <laughs> <laughs> the chopper starts to go down. They're just kind of hanging from it. But, uh, he, they drop Morpheus off on the roof. 
And then as the chopper's, like, falling off, Neo, like, anchors himself to the edge of the building. <laughs> this just was amazing. You're hooked to the chopper. Yeah. By, like, a harness. And your first instinct once that chopper's going down over the edge is to, like, wrap the line around your arm because you're going to stop it from falling. <laughs> That's what I initially but, thought would happen. But he's the one. It doesn't matter if you're the fucking one. That's a goddamn <laughs> chopper. <laughs> I mean, the rules of physics that's, still apply yep. in this place. That's literally just... what happens. Morpheus sees this happen, and he's like, he's the one. Yeah. He's the one. And then, okay. Trinity uh, grabs the other edge of the wire and fucking shoots it, so just pulls her out. Yep. Just her. Which there's epic chopper crash at this point. I love this scene. Yep. They go to exit the Matrix, and this fucking hobo sitting in the subway station sees, him, sees Morpheus exit. And just kind of freaks out, and then... Turns into an agent. Turns into Agent Smith as Trinity exits. So now it's just Smith and Neo there. Which, there's a really nice uh, showdown shot right here. Yeah. I like this kind of old YC with the bag. Every time I hear this next line of dialogue from Agent Smith, it just gives you chills. Where it's just his classic, Mr. Anderson. (laughs) It's, oh, it's fucking awesome. And Neo just kind of stares at him. Epic fight scene right here. Because yeah, Neo don't run. Nope. You know, he, he don't give a shit. <laughs> Neo's getting beat. Yeah, he's getting his ass handed to him. getting his ass handed to him. But he's holding his own, too. Yeah. You know? I have written down Super Punch Smith. Like, just doesn't hit him with a punch. It just fucking sends him flying into the wall. Yeah. Like, it's funny because they're regular punches and then these Super Punches don't look any different. Like, I'm going to hit you three times with this punch, and then I'll hit you with one same punch, but you're going to go 20 feet into a wall. Yeah. Um, they fall into the train tracks, though. Well, Smith throws them into the train tracks. And he's like, jumps down there and grabs them in a chokehold, and he's like, this is where you're going to fucking die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Neo somehow escapes, and the you're train not... hits Smith. It's the sound of your death. <laughs> yeah. Then Neo gets all super-powered and, like, jumps up to the roof. And, he's like, bashing. Like backflip. Well, no, he, like, leapfrogs into the roof, smashing Smith into the ceiling. So he kind of lets go. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he does, like, a super backflip <laughs> yeah. on the platform while the train, like, rolls by and, like, annihilates Smith. Yeah. But he's Smith still alive. Well, he can't die. He's yeah, an agent. He's an agent. <laughs> Neo needs an exit. There's agents everywhere, and this is a really high-tension chase scene. Yeah, and, well, between all this happening, too, the squids have found where they're broadcasting the signal. Oh, yeah. Sentinels have, yep. and they're on their way to the ship, and at this point, they're starting to break into the ship. Yeah. The ship is being, like Nick Gammon said, the ship's being attacked. They're triggering this EMP. They're priming an EMP, which is an electromagnetic pulse. Yeah. Um, which would kill Neo, because kill he's him. in there, right. and he's but the plane line. it would get all the Sentinels out of their yeah. way. So they're kind of, like, waiting for Neo to get back. So, so like I said, this is super high tension. Yeah. This is this is really good. It's a really fun chase too because yeah. everybody keeps turning into agents like mm-hmm. left and right, and he's going through like crowds of people. Yeah, like he goes into this old lady's apartment, and they show him the old lady's like, what? and then he cuts to another room. They cut back to the old lady, and boom, it's an agent. Yeah, uh, like throwing a knife at him. Yeah. <laughs> um, they finally catch up to Neo. He gets shot. He gets blasted. Once he doesn't. No, no, it doesn't look like he does anything to him. But then he just keeps getting shot, and then. He kind of dies. <laughs> it's funny because I wrote down, Neo gets blasted, and then I was like, two times, and then I scratched out two a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> so Neo dies, yeah, but Neo. in the real world, 
Trinity kisses him. Oh yeah. Because of the power I love him. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> and Neo just kind of gets back up. And that's the power of love. <laughs> <laughs> um he gets back up and these agents start shooting at him again and he just kinda lifts his hand and it's just like nope. Stops and he just stops all the bullets and yeah. they just drop. He turns into God after the power of love. No no no, no. not God. God. Yeah. He is the one. The one. The one. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is when he, he finally his mind I think is fully freed at this point and yeah. Smith just unloads on him he's just like hey, 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 nonchalantly just he brushes sees the ball. matrix at this point yeah like everything going through his eyes is like fucking code binary yeah. yeah so all binaries ones and zeros <laughs> just like symbols and yeah, yeah. and it just brushing off Smith and then he kind of like goes inside Smith right yeah he gets balls deep in Smith <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, dives into him yeah. and explodes Agent Smith. Yeah. And this is a great use of CGI right here. This is an epic part. The, at this point, the Sentinels are, you know, pretty much breaking into the hull of the ship. They have to trigger this EMP. Yeah. They set it off. Neo gets out just in time. Like, at the nick of time. In yeah. the nick of time. Yeah. And then that's kind of where... Well, one thing uh, that made me laugh... Was uh, after he blows up Smith, the other agents like look at each other and then take off. Yeah, they're yeah. fucking computer programs. <laughs> they're not programmed to run away, you know. This is true. Why would they be like, "Oh no, we're scared"? <laughs> I don't want that to happen to me. I gotta get out of here. Yeah. I said it was funny. So they know fear. I don't think they should know fear. They're robots. Yeah. So that's kind of where the story ends at this point. Um, we get a, a final scene of Neo yeah, walking, not where it ends. walking around in the Matrix. And he's just super oh, he's bad. just on the phone. He's on the phone, but he's, he's kind of given like a, a speech. Monologue. Yeah, he's telling people that I'm going to show them something that they <laughs> haven't seen. I just have written down Neo the badass because yeah. he puts on his shades and his long leather coat and yeah. just walks around. And when he gets out of the phone booth, yep. puts on shades. and He's up with Trin and Morpheus. And he supermans it. Yep. And that's where the first part of this trilogy ends. Yeah. Want me to take it on the first part here? Uh, sure. Go okay. for it. All right. First off, this movie just screams 90s. Oh, yeah. It's 99, obviously, but there's, like, looking back on it, having grown up in the 90s, it's just like, good God, this is the the 90s in a fucking nutshell. Yeah. The 90s, <laughs> the nostalgia here is incredible. Um. It's so perfect for its time period because the whole country was in that whole Y2K cyber crap at this time. Yeah, that was like a year away. Yeah, well, it was happening in 99. Well, yeah, yeah. but 2000 was the big... So it oh, was no. so perfect for them to release this computerized cyber-type sci-fi adventure. Yeah. Everybody was all in a hullabaloo about you know the world ending, and this is so perfect for that time. Um, it's, it has some... Amazing effects. A hullabaloo. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I whipped it out. Um, you don't hear that one often. Yeah. Sorry. The 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 practical effects, like like Gavin said, the wire foo and stuff, and the CGI is just incredible. It's so good. Um, the story is is awesome. It's a great original idea. It's really really unique. The soundtrack was there. I love the soundtrack. Yeah. But it's, I'll get there. It's, it's, it's it's a good soundtrack. You just you get lost in so much more of the movie that you kind of don't pay too much attention to it. Um, this is hard not to like. It, yeah. it really is. Um, I'm giving it a nine. 
Nine ten. Nine out of ten. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, me, I'm uh, I'm pretty much in the same boat here. I gave it an eight out of ten. Like you said, this is a. This is quintessential 90s. I mean, this is everything you think of when you think of the 90s. And for me, the soundtrack, I mean, I own the soundtrack, too. Mm. I'd watched this movie like a million times when it came out. I had the soundtrack. I I think I still have it, you know. (laughs) But I loved it. And I don't know, that's one thing that actually stuck with me a lot was the music. Okay. But... It's it's got that good cyberpunk feel to it. Yeah, it's very techno-y, and mm-hmm. you know, there's remixes of. I, I was into Rob Zombie at the time, and you know, they had a remix of fucking Living Dead Girl, I think, mm-hmm. which was good. I'm not saying it's a bad soundtrack. It just I think I, I know I got lost in so much more. Yeah. That the CG is great, and the wire food. This was revolutionary for its time. I mean, it's the first time you're seeing well Americanized. It was the first time you're seeing the people. Only movie prior to this at that time that had done that so well was I'm probably going to say Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was like... It was that and The Matrix were the only ones that were, were using this kind of technique. So. Oh, there's a lot of uh, Asian cinema where they did right. stuff similar to this. But I'm talking ones that got prominently noticed. Oh, yeah. Prominently. But, yeah. <laughs> Sticking to those aim <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely an 8 out of 10. This is uh, one that, you know, I'll, I'll watch. Yeah. I mean, I've... It, it didn't really hold up. I would give it higher, but it didn't really hold up as much as it, I thought it was going to. Okay. I still loved it, but I mean, I, I honestly watched this twice before we recorded, just uh, once just to watch it and enjoy it, and then another one to take notes and whatnot. Mm. But, right. Fair enough. Yeah, IMDb gives it an 8.7, so they're right in between us. I think it got a 87 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, 85 or an 85 audience, 87 tomato meter. So... Very it's, happy with it. Yeah, it's, it's a great flick. If you've never seen it, definitely check it out. Um, and then uh, also stay tuned with us yeah. as we take a break, and we'll hop right back into part two of The Matrix. Reload. Reloaded. Yeah. And welcome back to the Infab Podcast. It is time to get... <laughs> Seriously, oh, listeners, man, you can see the me. shame in my eyes. <laughs> All right, um, yeah, we're on part two of our uh, trilogy, ten episode trilogy Drama. treat. Something we could yeah. think of something cool. Yeah, it'll we'll be amazing. Figure that out later. It might even be on there. Who knows? All right, and we're watching 2003's uh, Matrix Reloaded. Reloaded. All right. Directed by still the Wachowski. Yeah, sisters. we don't need to go through all that. They're all directed by. Every, yeah, everybody is still in it. A couple of new characters also in here, but we'll get to that as we go. Yeah. All right. So uh, we open up on which is this one's kind of weird because we open up on just title card. You know, well not title card, but uh, just title cards. Yeah. yeah. And then you know they go into the movie, mm-hmm. which I they do this for the third one too, and it's just kind of annoying. Yeah. Seems like really. Uh, I kind of half-assed it. Mm-hmm. But we open on a bike speeding off a roof and landing on a... So, uh, like a security, security station in a uh, parking building. garage. Yeah. Huge fucking explosion. And having way too much explosion. <laughs> yeah. It's like that building was made out of gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> it 
but it was an epic explosion to start the movie off with. Like, you're just, you know, think of that in the theater. You're sitting there, you know, munching on your popcorn. You're all chill, relaxed, and all of a sudden, comes fucking flam! That had to be pretty cool to see. Um, Then we move into, uh, what, Trinity just wrecking security guards. Chicken ass. Which, this is this, they open both the first and second movie with her wrecking people. Yeah, they do. Never noticed that. I saw that and I was like, wait a minute, this is a lot like the first one. Uh, yeah, they. She's just kicking ass. She ends up fighting some agents up on the. Yeah, they kind of cut weirdly into different sections of this whole building situation, building situation. And she's falling and shooting. Yeah, she ends up crashing out of this building. As she's falling backwards, she's just shooting up at this agent who's falling downwards at her, and she gets shot. Yeah. But then Neo wakes up and it's yeah. him. It was all a dream. It was all a dream. I used to read what... <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, Neo wakes up. <laughs> and then we find... Uh, we got have a new, new crew. New, new crew, new pilot, Link. Yeah. Um, so that's all we really know about him? Yeah. There. At that point, yeah. Um, and then I have down meeting of leather jackets. Yeah. <laughs> we have a captain's meeting. Yep. Well, all the captain. Captains of all the ships. They I prefer have if you called it pleather. Pleather? Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's pleather. Meaning of shiny fabric. <laughs> they're all meeting, talking about all about how these sentinels are going to attack. Yeah, they're going to dig into Zion. Yep. They say they have about 72 hours before all these this shit's going down. Um, uh, at this point, I did notice one of the new characters was former world champion boxer Roy Jones Jr., I know Gavin has no idea who that is. He's a he's a yep. he's a sports guy. Yeah, he's a sports guy. Yeah, but he sports himself. Pound champion, that's who he is. Yeah. Um, I thought that was kind of fun to see him there. Yeah, I saw him sports once. I think. You did? Yeah, maybe when I was little. I remember my dad took me to a lot of sporting events. Okay. Boxing. Job? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I have Neo gets a package at some point. The agents attack. Yeah, so, agents show up and Neo just. Tears him to pieces without even fucking trying. Well, because he's the one. Well, yeah, now he's like, you know, uber one, so. Yeah. Um, he can take on three agents at a time. Yeah, he can take on three at a, three at a time. Um, and now apparently he can fly. Yeah, he, well, he flew at the end of the first one. Oh, that's just true, yeah. And so I forgot about that, yeah. But yeah, he flies like, you know, just Superman. Superman so, yeah. so just kneels down and then blast off. And he literally does a Superman pose, taking his fist out in front, yep. you know. To get more speed. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how you fly, duh. Everybody knows that. Um, and also, at this point, we realize there's two Agent Smiths. Yeah, two Agent Smiths. What? What? Huh? Uh. So then we cut back to the Nebuchadnezzar. It's docking at Zion. Um, which I just realized I was spelling Zion wrong the whole time. Really? I thought it was with an X. Wow. With a Z. Yeah. Okay, I'm stupid. Oh, uh, we did find out that uh, the Oracle is missing, too. Okay, yeah. And uh, Morpheus wants one ship to stay back, so in case the Oracle... Is that right now, or is that later? That could be later. (laughs) Anyways, uh, yeah. Um, Because Neo flies to give the Oracle's place, and, like, no one's home. Yep, it's completely empty. Not even the little creepy kids are there. Um, As we dock at Zion, we find out Neo has this big super fan. Um, Yeah. Still don't fuck catch his name. I'm not sure if he had it's a just name. Neo's fanboy. He, yeah. He's got to have a name, but yeah. Oh, I, this is where they show off the gun mechs for the first time. 
gun mechs. Yeah, they show uh, a dude inside one of them. Oh, mechs. yeah, the big, like, fucking... In the city of Zion. Oh, yeah, like, rock'em, sock'em robot suits. Yeah, yeah like, because I got a huge heart on when I saw this for the first time. I was like, yes, gun mechs! Here! Core! <laughs> Love gun mechs. Where were we at here? Uh, oh, yeah. Meeting with the commander. Morpheus, Commander Locke. Um, we figure out that this uh, Zion is an underground city. They're way underground. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, now we get to see it. Yeah. Um, struck me as very Fallout-esque, kind of. Kind of. Kind of. It reminded me of Diamond City. That's what it reminded me of, yeah. more than anything. Um, I think underground Fallout, I think, vaults, you know? Yeah, it's true. But it, it just all it just was all, you know, crummy looking and stuff. Yeah. You know, it it's super it's like a mine shaft kinda, just straight down. And then Neo and everybody get in the elevator and then everybody leaves and then it's just well, Neo. Well, Chris had his conversation with the commander and the commander doesn't believe in Neo. Oh. We should point that out. It's stupid because Neo is the one. Well, we all know that Neo's the one. Neo is the one. But <laughs> Commander doesn't believe in miracles. Yeah. He, he's more practical. He yeah, wants, he's, a, he's much more of a douchebag. Yeah. Yeah. So the elevator. Yep. Everybody but Neo and Trinity leaves off the elevator. As soon as they leave, it's make-out sesh. Yeah, they need to. Yep, need to. Um, then when their door opens, there's all these, like, Worshippers, yeah, that are just offering them food and Gifts shit. And shit, yeah. yeah. So um, you'll look over the loved ones because yeah. he's apparently a god or he's, a prophet. He's not a god. <laughs> he's the one. <laughs> I'm gonna keep referencing that. Yeah. Don't worry. Hey. Um, Link, their new captain, goes home. <laughs> this is fucking funny. He busts in the door. What's the first thing he says? Where's, Where's my, my pussy? pussy? <laughs> yeah. Little kids there, and he's like, "What's hey, up, guy?" <laughs> we find out that Link is dating or married to Dozer and Tank's sister, yeah. um, and she's not happy when he goes away because yeah. she doesn't want to lose him. Because the Nebuchadnezzar's gone for a lot longer than any, your average ship because right. he was the one. Yeah. So. The one. Yeah. Morpheus goes and speaks at this. If you're at home, take a shot every time we say Neo is the one. Yeah. You will be drunk by the end of it. Probably dead. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Especially if you're drinking Cypher Moonshine. Yeah, you'll be drunk. <laughs> Anyways, Morpheus goes to speak at this council. Um, he tells about the machine army and how, you know, we're not going to be afraid. Oh, he's at the... He's doing a speech, right? Yeah, he's doing a yeah. speech. In front of all the citizens of Zion. In this, like, temple or whatever. Um, what they refer to. Yeah, they refer to as council. And then it's party time. Yeah, this is the this huge is... cave rage fuckfest. Yeah, urban techno fun jumping slow-mo time. That's what I wrote down. Um, New and Trinity fuck at this point. For an excessively long yes, time. the scene was way too long. Way too long. Like, and then... I had a drink, and then I got up and went and made a drink and came back and drank that drink. I put way too long and sweaty of a scene. Yeah. I don't um, mind a good sex scene, but this yeah. is, like, way beyond bad taste. And then I also wrote down... Neil's vinegar strokes. <laughs> Neil's what? Neil's vinegar strokes. Oh Jesus, yeah. This <laughs> is his face when he is clearly busted <laughs> alone. <laughs> but at the same time he's seeing Trin's face and it's the same face he saw in his dream. So it's like this is the best feeling slash oh no. Uh, Worst feeling is I, I laughed when I <laughs> uh, this whole movie I was laughing. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, so back in the Matrix, uh, after the 20-minute fuck scene, yeah. uh, Agent Smith is taking over some dude. Yeah. Who ends up being a character. They take over in a different way now, kind yeah. of. They don't, like, just morph into you. They, like, stick your hand in your chest and, yeah. like, consume you with this black goo. Kind of like how... In uh, the first one. No, right? I, it reminded me a lot of when um, Spider-Man got taken over by... Venom? Venom. Yeah. Uh, symbiote. Yeah. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of the first movie where he's touching the mirror. The mirror. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what it looks like. And that's kind of how Agent Smith turns people into more Agent Smiths. Yeah, so essentially he turns someone from the real world into an Agent Smith. Yeah. There's this another scene that turns out to be another dream of Neo's. And then there's this old white guy. He's on the... You know, the old white guy. Yeah, he's just showing Neo. Chancellor, right? Chancellor. He's showing Neo around the city. Um telling him a bunch of crap just it, it seems like he's a pro machine dude because his whole speech to neo is like yeah we need machines for certain things and they need us right because he's like well if we didn't have see that machine down there it takes our water and turns it into power i don't fucking know how it works, no one knows how it works. we need it so <laughs> it's fucking magic for all i know <laughs> and then we cut back to link you know saying goodbye to his woman because the nebuchadnezzar is going to have to go out yeah and shit and because Neo's the one yeah Neo's the one um he says to her he says I'm coming back and like that's typical sign of you're gonna die now dude you don't say that so never say you're coming back no never say you're coming back just tell him you're gonna die out there yep and then you'll come back scot free yeah um time to ship out and there's this dude that's like sneaking up on him as they're about to go board and he's got a knife yeah that's Bane Bane or the guy who was taken over by Agent Smith Mm -hmm. So it's really Smith in the real world, not yeah. Um, and that's when Neo's squirrely fanboy comes and kind of saves him because yeah. he alerts. He, he's just yelling, and it kind of alerts him to turn around and see Bane there. Um, Whenever you're within six blocks of someone, you start screaming your name then. <laughs> so that way, when you get closer, they'll hear. Yeah, he wasn't even close. Yeah, like, I, mean, I thought he was right behind him. No, he wasn't even close. So Neo goes to see the Oracle again. Yep. And in order to see the Oracle, he has to do some karate with his Asian dude. Yeah, he meets up with Seraph. Seraph's a uh, karate dude. Yep. He's Asian, of course, because they know all karate. <laughs> but he's got the same glow as, uh, what was it, as Neo had, I think, in the first one? When Neo's looking at his hands? Oh, yeah. Like, he has the same, like, glow. Okay. In the Matrix view or whatever the hell it is. Okay. So they fight. Yep. Yeah. And he passes, Neo passes the test. They go to meet, yeah. meet her on the park bench. They um, go through a bunch of back doors. Yep. And they're sitting on a park bench, and then it's, uh, you know, a big convo between Neo and the Oracle, and he wonders how he can trust her if she could possibly be a machine. A program. Program, because that's basically what she is. She yeah. knows, uh, you know, what's going to happen, kind of. And Seraph's um, a program, too. Yeah. Um, basically, if Neo fails, Zion will fall. You know, no pressure, Neo. You know, don't worry. If you lose, everybody dies. It's cool. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You know? um, and then as the Oracle and Seraph leave, here comes Agent Smith. Yeah, shows up and... And uh, Agent Smith. And Agent Smith. And Agent Smith. And Agent Smith. Kind of yeah. lets Neo know that he's a rogue program and that Neo freedom. Yeah. And that, uh, what his... Is gonna take away what Neo has or whatever his purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he tries to take over Neo, but he can't. Yeah. And then there's this fight scene with 
Yeah, Neo and a shitload of Agent Smiths. Shit ton of Agent yeah. Smiths. Um, and at this point, I'm just like, why doesn't he just fly out of there? That's a good question. Yeah. I mean, he could Superman at any time, pretty much. At any time, yeah, he could. But he likes wrecking dudes, so. Because yeah, he's the one. And at one point, he rips out a fucking pole from the ground. Yeah. It's all like, I have a stick now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and that point, it's so animated. Oh, dude, this whole fight scene from the very beginning to the end is so animated. You I mean, can, like, see it so bad. I, I'm going to be honest here. I love this fight. Oh, yeah, it's this, an awesome fight. In this movie, this is my favorite fight. Okay, yeah. The plaza scene was my favorite one in the first one. This is my favorite fight in the second one. But I noticed something this time around that really bothered the piss out of me. Was it the what? One, the bowling ball? Thing or... Oh, uh, no, I haven't even gotten there, but that's there, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, fucking, when he, the wire foo in this is so bad. <laughs> yeah. And it's only been six years since the other movie was made. Has it? It was four. It was 2003, from 99 to 2003. Oh, uh, yeah. What am I saying? It's four years. Uh, yeah, it was 98 is when it was made, though. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyways, five, four, five, whatever. But he would hit people... And they would go so slowly spinning into the air. Oh, yeah. When everyone else is moving normal speed. And then they would cut to the CG, and people were just flying against yep. buildings and shit. It was such like a... You tell when, when it was animated. It, it was such a brutal contrast that it fucking really pulled me out of the movie yeah. at that point. But I, I still love that fight scene. It's, still, it's such a good fight scene, but you can't help but laugh when you can just pick out like what's practical and what's animated. It's, yeah. Well, none of it's practical. <laughs> it's all yeah. trash. But... And then there was one part that really bothered me. <laughs> He's fighting all the Smiths, and I had to stop and rewind just to make sure I heard this. But he hits one Smith into a bunch of other Smiths, and you straight up hear, like, the sound of bowling ball hitting a bunch of his <laughs> banks, like a strike sound. And uh, I, I had to double take. I was like, did I, I just fucking that, hear that? I didn't catch that, but I remember that happening, so I won't uh, well, I believe like you. eight times. Oh, okay. In that fight alone, but but yeah. yeah, during this whole fight, you know, more Smiths just keep showing up, and at one point they kind of dogpile on him, and that's he just throws them off, and then he finally he flies he out of there, to take off. Yeah. Um, and it's back to the ship, yeah. and then Commander Locke is addressing the like Council of Elders, which look like an old school funk band. <laughs> like Parliament? Yeah, that's what I yeah. thought. I'm like, is that Parliament right there? That's Parliament. I'm pretty is sure it is. Parliament fucking for this? <laughs> yeah. That's fucking awesome. Especially the old dude with the afro and the weird teeth. I was like, that dude was in a punk band 20 years ago. I know he was. <laughs> fucking great. Um, at this point, Morpheus, well, they, they want two ships to go search for the Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah. Because it hasn't returned. Locke is pissed because he doesn't want anybody to go. We yeah, need ships so here. And ships. Um, and he doesn't believe in miracles. He doesn't believe that Neo is the one. But Neo is the one. Is the one. He's the one. Well, two captains volunteer to go. Um, one of them is Naomi. He's played by uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. The other one, I didn't really catch his name. Uh, Soren was his name. Soren. Yeah. Not sure who he was played by. Yeah, me either. Some guy. Some guy. Yeah. There's a lot of guys in this. Yeah. A lot of girls um, as well. During this time, Morpheus, Neo, and Trin are still in the Matrix. They go to dinner. They're looking for the Keymaker. Yeah, who's the guy they go and see? The French guy. Frenchman. 
Is that his name? That was it's what they called him, the Frenchman. I, in the third one, they called him Frenchman. I didn't know his name was I, Frenchman. They might have, but I thought that he was just Frenchman. Because I literally have the gang go to sea and then blank. Yep. I I, I'm pretty sure he just referred to as Frenchman. And he kind of tells him about, you know, the keymaker. Yeah. Um, They're looking for the keymaker. Yep. He doesn't want to give them the keymaker. It's the orgasm cake that yeah. he talks about. Yeah. He gives a random person in the restaurant a cake that makes her just... Just, yeah. Fucking sopping, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> you get the whole matrixy look, like right in her fucking crotch. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that was aggressive. Yeah. Um, His uh, wife, though, Persephone, she has a yeah. name. She oh. decides to help him out. Yep. In she exchange for to. a kiss. Yeah. Yeah, they go into the bathroom, which, sweet waterfall urinal, by the way. Yeah, I totally want one of those in my house. <laughs> yeah. I just want to pee in that. Yeah. <laughs> There's really no privacy though while you're standing there. Yeah, that's just true. It's like, it's like a more sophisticated trough. Yeah, it's just a wall of water that you <laughs> yep, piss into. Just into. Um, so yes, Persephone says, "I'll I'll help you get the key, but I need a kiss from Neo, like yeah. a true kiss, because you and Trinity are in love. I want to know what that feels like again." Yeah. So and, he's got to kiss her like he kisses Trinity. Yeah. Trinity's pissed. She's like, "Yeah, go fuck yourself." Yeah, she's about to blow her fucking brains out. And Neil's kind of like, well, it needs to be done. And then just, <laughs> just smacks on her. I'm like, way to cheat on your girlfriend right in front of her, yeah. dude. It's funny because the first time he gives her a kiss and he really half-asses it. Yeah. She's like, no, I guess we're not doing this. Yeah. I was like, okay, 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 hold okay, on. okay, That one was just for me. I guess I'll do this again. <laughs> Trinity, don't be mad. <laughs> but anyways, you know, that obviously gets her going. Yeah. She takes him to see the keymaker. Oh, <laughs> And then there's the French guy shows up with his fucking goons. And goons are awesome. Yeah, the fucking mop-top Medusas. Yeah. These two guys, like, in all, in an, all dressed in white. They're like albinos almost. They are albinos. <laughs> like, straight up white. They look, they look like they have mops on their head. That's their hair. It looks like a mop. Um, they just kind of unload at them. Neo, once again, stops all their bullets. And then there's a sweet... Bitchin' ass knife fight. Yeah, this is, I think, my favorite fight scene in this movie with all the medieval weapons and shit. Because at one point, there's dude gets a flail right to the fucking face. Yeah. I wish I would have shown that. Oh, they, they showed a little, like, briefly. They, they did it tastefully. Like, I yeah. wish they would have uh, oh, gone into so detail. Brutal. Yeah. Morpheus and Trinity take the keymaker out of there as Neo fights, but the mop heads kind of follow after them because they yeah. can, like, Turn into ghosts and like phase through walls and yeah, shit. That's when their hair goes all medusy. Yeah. Because um, essentially, well, they're all programs. They're all rogue programs. Right. And essentially, uh, every ghost story or every werewolf or vampire you've ever heard of or that's been recorded has been a rogue program. Okay. I, I caught that and I was like, oh, that's actually a decent yeah. idea. And <laughs> when they go into ghost mode, it's like, oh, yeah, I can see that. Okay. But yeah, Neo or uh, Morpheus and Trinity, they take a keymaker out of there, they go to this parking garage. Um, Neo flies out of there again. He kind of goes somewhere. We kind of lose him for a little while. Well, the keymaker has keys that like can open doors to anywhere. Right. So when they go through a door, as soon as that door shuts, he's whatever's still behind that door that didn't go through the door is like stuck wherever it was. Right. So he's stuck in like the mountains somewhere. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So that's why he goes fly off. Okay. Yep. There, Trinity and Morpheus are fighting the mopeds in this parking garage. I just call them the twins. The twins. Some mop heads. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Trinity takes the keymaker into this car. She's going to try and get out of there. Obviously, Cadillac sponsored this movie with the oh. full-on fucking camera shot of that Cadillac coming right at you. Of course. Um, 
This is an epic car chase. The creepy mop had approved car. Yep. <laughs> the agents start to take over policemen. Yeah, they go on the freeway, which apparently Morpheus has said in the past, if you go on the freeway, you're pretty much dead. Yeah, it's suicide. suicide. So they take the chase out on the freeway because yep. he's like, well, I hope I was wrong. Hope I was wrong, okay. The trend's car just gets fucking riddled with bullets during this chase. Yeah. Like, there's, like, hardly any paint left on this car. There's so many bullet holes. Um, the Cars don't work after that many shots. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm like. There's no way this car would still be going. The mop head's kind of like ghost into the car, and there's like a backseat, front seat fight with Morpheus and one yeah. of the ghosts, which is kind of cool. That was a good one. And then there's super slow-mo pile-up as they crash. All these cars just like flipping and shit. That was neat. Um, and then I also the road down. Cadillacs are pretty fucking durable. Yeah, cars are a lot of shit. Uh Morpheus takes out the two mop heads, finally. Oh, I loved how he did that, too. That was actually really cool, the super badass explosion where he, like, jumps off with a samurai sword oh, and fucking yeah. cuts, like, the car and or the mm-hmm. truck or whatever. Cuts yeah. all the tires and shit, and there's a bitchin'-ass explosion. Is that when he lodges the sword in the side of the truck? No, that's that? a little bit later. Still got it. Okay, yeah. Because he's got to fight the agent first. Oh, yeah. Trinity steals a bike after... Um, right before... Right before that... Right before, uh, yeah, Morpheus and the agent fight on top of the semi-trailer. Yeah. Trinity's on a bike now with the Keymaster. Um, this is a really cool shot, scene with the Morpheus and the agent fighting on top of the semi-trailer. He kind of gets, like, kicked off at one point, but conveniently lands right by his sword. Yeah, that he had uh, stabbed it on the side to catch the Keymaker earlier. Yeah. And this agent's like, oh, I'm going to get you. And then as he comes over, he whips off the sword. Right? He pulls out the sword at some point. Yeah, he? and he fights with it. Fights the agent. Um, but he ends up falling off the trailer, conveniently right onto Naomi's car. Yeah, who she, just she, happened to show up. Yep, just happened to show up, but right at the right time. So, yeah, Morpheus needs me. I'll go help him. And then it's Neo to the rescue. Well, there's this, uh, the agents decide to crash two semis together to, like, just be done with it. Yep. You know, kill the key master, because that's who they're essentially after, is the key maker. Yeah, they don't want Morpheus and them to have the key maker. Yeah, they don't want anyone that, they want the key maker deleted. Yep. So, they crash these two semis together, and that's when Super Neil comes in. Just roaring like a bat out of hell, yeah. and flies and grabs them both, takes them to safety. Yeah, because he's the one. <laughs> yes, he is the one. He was the one. Uh, and they kind of go to this building, and the key maker tells them what you gotta do. They have to destroy this power system, um, to, did you catch any more of that, what they were supposed to do there? They gotta go in a door or something. <laughs> go in a door and you shut this power system, but as soon as you shut that off, another well, one's gonna... They gotta be shut down a power plant and then the backup generator, so this one building's power is completely out, because that's the only time a door can be opened that only the one can walk through. Okay, that's right. It was it was kind of confusing there for a moment. This, this movie and the sec- next one just are really convoluted. Yeah, they're, um... We kind of flash back to see that their ship is under attack. Yeah. Uh, Looks like the pilots of that ship are killed. Um, Which, I have a question here. You remember the cave rave? Yeah. Earlier in the movie? Everyone was dressed kind of nice, right? Yeah, sort of. For the most part. I mean, especially like Trinity and Neo and Morpheus. They're all decent clothes. Yeah. Why is it whenever they're on the ship, they're dressed like trash people? It's like, oh, we're going back to the ship? Let's break out our poop encrusted <laughs> fucking ripped up shirt and hey, throw that on. Maybe they're comfy. You never know. 
it's just so weird that they have decent clothes in Zion, but they decide to stop back and just go out all the time. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, let's uh, wear trash people clothes. You know, just, yeah, trash. I'm going to be on a ship. I want to look like shit. <laughs> this is actually what they're saying. All right, so the ships are under attack. I have done one dude got impaled like a boss. Somebody oh, yeah. yeah. Or something was under attack. Because one of the ships got blown up. Got blown up, yeah. The power station ends up getting blown. But the backup one doesn't. Backup doesn't. Neo, Morpheus, and the Keymaker run into Agent Smith. Um, and this is when Trinity comes into this building, and this is when it starts to look like Neo's dream. Yeah, it's pretty much the beginning of the movie with the motorcycle going over the building. Yep. And then there's an army of Agent Smiths again. Yep. Um, Neo and Morpheus make it through this door after being chased by all these Agent Smiths, and they shoot through this door. Keymaker doesn't... Well, he makes it through. He actually makes it through first. Yeah, he makes it through first, and he's kind of shutting the door as they're firing bullets through there. He takes about a million bullets in the chest. Yeah, he just kind of like, uh, and falls. Um, He gives Neo a key, and he's like, you'll know when to use it, and then dies. So then Neo, you know, obviously figures out when to use it. Right away. Yeah, right away. First door he saw, apparently. Opens the door, and there's just a super bright light, and Neo walks into it. And it's just a room full of TVs that are just watching Neo. Um, and this is where he meets the architect. Yep. The guy who con- constructed the entire Matrix, yeah. basically, right? Yeah. From what I can tell. Um, this is, I wrote on super confusing smart talk. Smart talk, yeah, kind of like circle it's, talk. Yeah, it's just the architect telling Neo all about, you know, what's going to happen. Yeah, he's been there six times yeah. before. This has all happened, you know, five times before this. We've freaking destroyed Zion or whatever. You're the anomaly in yeah. this equation. All this crap, it's... It, I, I don't... It was hard to follow for me. Yeah, me too. I, I, you know, contemplated really sitting down and getting into this, but I yeah. just... It's like, eh, just hurry up and get... Back to the kung fu wire fighting. Which they know? do. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of flash back to see Trinity fighting this agent, yeah. just like Neo's dream. Yeah. Um, and like I said, this is where the architect gives Neo these two options. You have two doors. Yeah. What's behind door number one? Well, you can save Zion and kill Trinity. Yeah. Or go behind door number two, save Trinity and kill Zion. And kill Zion. Yeah. And then. What, one of them? Ah, I don't even fucking know. <laughs> Super confusing after that. And then Trinity's falling. You know, Neo's dream is becoming a reality. So he supermans himself to save her. Again. Yeah, he flies out one door, but you don't see which door it is. Um, the building gets destroyed, and everything in his path, because he's flying so fucking fast. Yeah, as he's flying down the street, cars are like in a twister behind him and yeah, all that shit. Yeah, it's really fucking cool. Uh, Trinity gets shot, but Neo fucking catches her right before she hits the ground. Brings her over to a building. Brings her over to a building and kind of, like, just digs inside the wound and, like, jumpstarts her heart. And I literally put down he gods the bullet out of her and yeah. then gods the life into her. Because yeah. <laughs> he can do that. Like, don't worry, I'm just going to shove my hand inside yeah. your wound. Yeah. It was... There wasn't even a wound. He's just, like, magicking himself inside oh, yeah, her. Right. She was all like, ah, ah. She was feeling it. At this point, why has no one said anything about the fucking one ship exploding? It just seemed like the one ship blew up and the people on it died and nobody said anything about it. Yeah. Cool. Did anybody give a shit about that? 
Is at this point, doesn't the, the Nebuchadnezzar get destroyed at this point? Yeah, this is where uh, the squids blow up uh, the Nebuchadnezzar and start to attack. Start to attack, so the rest of the crew is kind of like... So they're back in the real world now. Yeah, but they have to leave the Nebuchadnezzar behind because yeah. they're flying through all the tunnels, so they're kind of walking through these tunnels now, right? Yeah, they don't have another ship right now. Um, and then the, the Sentinels find them. And start attacking. Start attacking. And this is when Neo uses his force powers. Yeah. And, like, freezes all the Sentinels and kills them. He stops them like he stops the bullets in the Matrix, but he does it in real life. Yeah. By stopping Sentinels in real life. Yeah, because he's the one. Because Neo is the one. He's the one. Yeah. But as soon as he does that, he just fucking collapses. Yeah, he passes the fuck out. <laughs> and they take him into the ship or this other ship. Well, yeah, another ship comes and picks him up. I can't remember which one it was. It wasn't, I thought it was Nairobi's ship or whatever, but... Yeah, that's what I thought too, but I'm not sure. Neo's on the table. He's all, you know, out of it. They're kind of just watching him. They're talking about how uh, this other situation where uh, EMP went off too early and a bunch of ships died. Mm -hmm. And there was one survivor. There's one survivor, and they've panned from Neo over to Bane. Bane. And then it's just to be concluded. To be concluded. Like, ah, man, I thought I was gonna. I honestly thought I was gonna have a more decisive ending than that. But yeah, I thought it was not gonna seem like half of a movie. Right. I thought it would be, you know, a movie, and then the third one would be in a third yeah. movie. But but I mean, anyway. the third one did come out like a couple months later. So. Yeah, they did a really weird like early year, late year release. Yeah. Movies. So you want to go first, or should I? Eh. I'll take it. That's okay. Good. We'll just we'll just keep it going like that. Yeah. Um, it had a slow beginning, but it did pick up after a while. The fucking chase sequence from when they got the keymaker, that seemed like it went on for like the highway scene. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good chunk of the movie. Yeah, it's a huge chunk of the movie. That was really really awesome. The fight scenes are still good. They just like I know they're a little bit more exaggerated and whatnot, but. They, they kind of need to be, as Neo gets more impressive with his skills, I guess. Yeah. They just seem to keep getting bigger and better. I thought it was a good sequel. I, I honestly didn't think that the first one needed a sequel. No. But with this, it, it you kept kept the story going pretty well. Okay. I'm giving it a 7. 7 out of 10? Yeah. All right. Um, this one was a bit lower for me. I went uh, 6 out of 10. This was a, it's it's good, it's not bad. Um, it it still has some of the same charm as the first one, but not a lot. Yeah. Like, and that, you know, 20 minute long fuck fest really, really throws you off right in yeah, the beginning. That was not needed. And then the whole CG looking wonky, the wirefu looking wonky anyway, it's kind of really bothered me. Even though that was my favorite fight out of the whole movie. <laughs> it's still... Still kind of bothered me a bit. The soundtrack on this one, definitely not as good as the first. Right. I mean, maybe it's because I own the first soundtrack, so that yeah, might I play into it. I not pay any attention to the soundtrack in yeah. this movie. This one just kind of blended in. I mean, the acting is the same as first. It it feels like a direct sequel, which it is, so. Yeah. But, yeah, I give it a 6 out of 10. Okay. It's not bad. It's worth a watch. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to watch one, you might as well watch all of them. Right. Yeah, IMDb gives it a 7.2, so once again, not too far off from us. 
Anything else you want to add before we take one final break here and come yeah. to the conclusion of this trilogy? Just take a nice relaxing break and be right back. Be right back. You stay tuned. Alright, welcome back to the thrilling conclusion of our first trilogy episode. Yes. Everything that has a beginning has an end. And in this case, that end is The Matrix Revolutions. Yeah. Matrix. Also done in 2003. Yes. Released in November. Yes. The first one was released in what, May? No, the first one was released in May. Or the second one. <laughs> second one was released in May. So yeah, they did a weird like early spring yeah. holiday release here. So yeah. So this... yeah, that was that. What do you want to rate it? Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. We pick up right where we left yeah. off from the last one. Well, first, like, another horrible, like, title. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. The Matrix. Revolutions. Could have done so much better. Yeah. Right where we left off, though. Neo's still on the table. So is Bane. the other guy, Bane. Morpheus gets a call about the Oracle. Um, and then Neo kind of wakes up. Does he? But sort of. He's in this. He's still mentally jacked into the system. Yeah, but he's in this train station type thing. Yeah, he's not really waking up. He's kind of just there, jacked in. Uh, yeah. And Trinity and Morpheus go to see the Oracle, which in this one, Oracle looks a little different. Yeah, apparently they couldn't pay the original actress. That's something, yeah. The original actress of her was not in this one. They have a new old black lady. Yeah. Um. And they kind of just make some story up about how she got a new shell yeah, or new, something. Yeah. New, I don't know what yeah, the fuck it was. It's still the same Oracle. Not really. But um, basically tells them that Neo is essentially in in between the Matrix and the real world. Yeah. He's being held by the train man. Um, Who is like this grungy ass long haired fuck. Yeah. Ted Nugent looking motherfucker. Yeah. <clears throat> Did you catch... The sign on the wall when Neo was in the station. Um, because it's a dead giveaway on where he's at. The sign says Mobile Avenue. Okay. Rearrange the letters in Mobile to spell Limbo. Eh. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> yeah. I noticed that right off the bat. I'm like, yeah, you can spell Limbo with that. Yeah. Oh, that's where he is. Duh. <laughs> so, Trinity, Morpheus, and. Uh, What's his name? Seraph. Yeah, they hook up with Seraph again. They uh, chase down the train man. Neo tries to board the train. The train man's like, yeah, you're not getting on here. Just kind of punches him back into the yeah, wall. Yeah, because he's God in Limbo. Yeah, he created Limbo. Yeah, he's, so he, you know, he does whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. At this point, Trinity, Morpheus, and Seraph go to this club. The Bondage Club. Yeah. They need to see the Frenchman, it looks like. Yeah. Because he runs the bondage club. They, as soon as they get down to open the doors, there's a big shootout. Oh, uh, these guys are cool. Walking on ceilings and shit. Yeah, they like had control over gravity essentially. Yeah. It was more slow mo flips and shit. Not just another more of that wire foo that the Matrix is just known for now. Yeah. They get through all those what like five guys there. Yeah, and then they go into the club and they kind of do like a circular. Everybody's got everybody's back, two guns each, like yeah. Mexican standoff with like a million people. Yep, yeah, make their way through, and then 
they see the Frenchman and they talk to him and he's like, oh, I'll let you through. You just put your guns down. No. They're like, yeah, okay. I'm like, did you just really trust this guy that tried to fucking murder you yeah. in this movie? Really? That's simple. Yeah, I don't understand. Anyways, they go to talk to him. He, he offers a deal that he'll help uh, them get Neo back if he can get him the eyes of the Oracle. Right. Trinity's like, fuck that. And there's another standoff. Yeah, fuck this, fuck you. Puts a gun to his head. Yep. And then there's... Kind of forces the exchange. It's like, yeah. Okay. Another big fight scene there, right? Kind of. Not really. Is it? I thought no. there was. They, they... Just a quick standoff, and they're like... She's got the gun to his head, and they essentially, uh... Just leave? I thought there was, like, some punches thrown and stuff there. Maybe yeah, it was really quick if there yeah, was. Maybe not. Well, the train comes back to where Neo is. So, uh, Trin's on it. Yeah. They get Neo. And so Neo goes to see the Oracle again. Yeah. Tells him more about his powers. The Oracle tells him, you know, what, what he can do, what he can't do. And finds out that Agent Smith is Neo's complete opposite. Yeah. And that he's trying to balance out the equation or whatever. See, because Smith is the negative one. Right. And Neo is the, the one. one. <laughs> yeah. So Neo comes back from the Matrix. Bane wakes up also. They're both back alive in the real world. Oh, yeah, and then uh, Seraph takes off with the little girl who was at the train station with Neo. Yeah. And then Smith, Smith sure. catches up with them. And more Smiths. Yeah, and more Smiths happen. And more Smiths, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Smith talks to the Oracle and then takes her over. Yeah. Gaining her powers. So now the Oracle is one of the Smiths. Yeah. Morpheus and company, we flash to them. They have found Naomi now. Um, and this is when they finally acknowledge their... Dead crew from the last movie. Yeah. It blew up. Finally. It took them this long to say, oh, yeah, what, those other guys? Yeah, they died. <laughs> oh, apparently they weren't too fucking important. They aren't the ones. Nope. Neo is the one. Neo is Drink the one. Up, listeners. Neo is the one. Yeah. Anyways, the military guy, Commander Locke, wants everyone armed and ready because in about 12 hours there's going to be an attack on Zion. So he's like, I need everybody, volunteers, whatever, to the dock, to the bridge. We're going to fight. Neo wants to take a ship and go, what, to the surface? Right? He wants to go to the machine city on the surface, yeah. yeah. Locke's like, yeah, not in your fucking life. And yeah. Naomi's like, he can have mine. And Locke's like, what is, does nobody fucking want to listen to me around here? Well, that wasn't Locke. That was uh, Soren. Soren. Okay, yeah. The other dude. But so, no, so nobody wants to do what Locke wants to do. No. Fuck Locke. Fuck that guy. Locke's a douche. Yeah. He doesn't believe in um, Neo. He doesn't believe Neo's the one. And this is, I can't believe it took me this long to finally get irritated at it, but does Neo have to whisper all the fucking time? Yeah. Because he's the one. It's part of being the one. Are you guys drunk yet by now? Because I sure hope you are. <laughs> Honestly, though, do not play a drinking game with this. You will die. Yeah. And then we kind of go back to Bane. He's being checked out by this nurse. He's fucking creepy. He's still talking like Agent Smith all yeah, the time. Yeah, because... I, at this point, it didn't like you know strike me as that he is Agent Smith yet. I, I mean, I, I didn't. I guess I just flew over my head this whole time. Really? Yeah. Because you kind of find that out in the halfway through the last movie. I know. I was just paying attention or what. I, it didn't really fully yeah, so strike me. He takes me. the guy over and then he wakes up his baby. Yeah, I didn't strike. I guess it just didn't register with me. Um, wow. But he stabs his nurse chick with the smallest fucking knife. Scalpel. Yeah, scalpel. That'll do it. Yeah. She yeah. died super quick from being stabbed yeah. with a scalpel though. I stabbed myself with a fucking knife. 
And I'm fine. I had two stitches. Yeah. You get stabbed with a scalpel. How did you stab yourself with that knife? Oh, with uh, an avocado. Oh, cut it, cut it yeah, in avocado? Yeah, an avocado. So, yeah. Okay. yeah. People, beware. Avocados are dangerous. Yeah. For children, avocados are dangerous to cut open. And apparently, dumb guys like me, too. <laughs> so. Anyway, Trin and Neo share a moment before their ships depart, but Trin's going to go with him. So, yeah. Whenever. Um, Neo and Morpheus share a bro hug because they're going to go their separate ways. Of course. Super bro hug. Yeah. I got you. I got you back, homie. Yeah. So everyone takes off, and that's when uh, their ship won't start. Hmm. Neo and Trin's. Yeah, I wonder why. Yeah. It's Bane! It's Bane! <laughs> Trinity goes to check out where the ship is not starting from, and Bane's down there and kind of, you know, kidnaps her almost yeah, as her hostage. Point. Yeah. Scalpel point. Yeah. And this is when he really, really starts to act like Agent Smith. And this is where I kind of started to realize, wait a minute. Okay, he is Agent Smith. That is Smith. It's funny because Neo didn't figure it out like throughout the first. See, maybe I'm the one because I didn't figure it out like that either. You got to be a moron to not figure it out. Even if you have exposition cuts that show you what's going on. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Bane holds Neo up with his gun. um, Says we've been here before. All this crap. Um, Meanwhile, Trinity is escaping her ties where she was thrown in this little cargo hold type thing. And this is where I finally wrote down, Bane is Smith. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I'm really, it was really slow on this. Um, and then there's this what, seizure-inducing fight scene between Bane and Neo. It's yeah. just flashing lights. I had a hard time watching that. I fuck with my eyes too much. And Bane sh- kind of shoots Neo in the eyes. Yeah, it gets a broken out wire and, like, jams it into his eye sockets. Yeah. It's pretty good. Neo's eyes get... Fucked. Yeah, he's big time. He's got some big old gaping eye holes now. Yeah, and it's just really scabby. It's just really gross. Neil's blind now, kinda. Yeah, kinda. Kind. He can still see like the Matrix. The he, Matrix. In the real world, somehow he can still see yeah, the Matrix. But it's not green anymore. It's like a goldish yellow. Yeah. So, Bane thinks he's kind of you know fucking with Neil, but Neil can really see where he's going. And he ends up killing Bane. Yeah, pretty much just kills Bane. Yeah. And Bane didn't think he could see him. And Bane got a little cocky, and Neo just takes him out. Yeah. But through all this, at least Neo still has his humor. Because when he saves Trinity and they go to leave, he literally turns to Trin and says, Sorry, Trin, he'll have to drive. Because <laughs> I don't have any fucking eyes. Because <laughs> you can't see shit. Yeah. <laughs> we flash back. Not flashback. We flash two. Flash two. Zion preparing with their sweet ass mech army. Oh, those are so cool. It's this is where uh, Captain like, Dude gives like a speech saying like if they're gonna kill us, let's give them hell. Oh, it's the typical rally speech. Yeah. Give them hell, yada yada yada, and everybody cheers. You know, pop your murder boners, whatever. Yeah. Naomi and everyone else is on the other ship, and the Sentinels start to chase after them. She was trying to like sneak through, yeah. and she hits like one little thing, and she's like, fuck, fuck. Every single one of them turns around. Starts chasing after him. And, yeah, now they're in a fucking rush. And it's just a buttload of Sentinels. Yeah, this whole next section is where is the Zion shit. Yeah. And we kind of don't see Neo for a while. Yeah, this, like I said, this whole next section is like a good 20, 30 minutes scene, I want to say. Yeah. But the Zion Dome is, like, breached. The squids and all them finally got there. Yep. By taking down. 
at first it's you know it's just sentinels coming in one you know a few like well all the mechs are shooting at the hole like instantly dead sentinels are just dropping they drop this big drill bit into there the drill that drilled through the the dome just kind of falls and crashes and then that drill bit turns into this big ass machine and stands up and starts drilling again yep terrifying death drill is what I put down um, and now the sentinels are just flooding into this hole by the fucking thousand. yeah there's so many squids that's yeah. literally what I wrote in caps so many squids yeah. it's I wrote all shit's getting intense um, and that's when we kind of find we follow, go to follow uh, Link's girlfriend and yeah, this great. other bald headed chick they have this like rocket launcher type thing they take out the first drill yeah the big ass drill they get a good shot on it take it out Everybody's like, yeah, we took it out. And right after that, here comes another drill. Yeah, just kind of plops down. Yep. And, oh, you machines are like, oh, you can take that one out. We got, you know, yeah. fuck, 20 more of these. There's like six more that are, like, almost here. So <laughs> Don't worry about it. Celebrate while you can, fuckers. So we still try and follow these. They kind of, These chicks kind of sneak around, and they try and take out the second one. But they miss their shot, and the Sentinels see them. Chase him down. Chase him down. Link's chick gets away. Yeah. Because she can't die. She's important. She's important. But the bald one gets a sentinel in her foot, and then they kind of just rip. Burst through her chest all alien style. Awesome. Awesome way to die. Naomi and Morpheus and them, they're almost there. They have uh, their EMP primed and ready, because as soon as they get to Zion, they're going to let this EMP go and kill all the sentinels. But they need the gate open, which is closed right now. Um, and at this point, there's a nice scene of all the sentinels, like, finding all the people, some of the soldiers, and just... Yeah, I kind of grabbed them. wanted more sentinels killing humans. For a rated R movie, they could have shown a lot more. They could have. Like, they had a prime opportunity to put some really good, like, CG, like, Rip. people being ripped apart. Yeah. But they did not jump on that. No, they didn't they did enough job, I guess. Like, I enjoyed it, but that they, there could have been way more. At this point, the general... Captain, uh, Captain General, or whatever. Not, not Locke. This, this other guy, is shooting his way through shit, and he's like the lead mech dude. Yeah, Neo's fanboy is coming to like reload him up, and then he ends up having to hang on to this to his mech mechazoid thing, and he gets attacked by all these Sentinels, and he just gets fucking sliced and diced. Yeah, he gets uh, really cut up. Yeah, and <laughs> which. How did they not know that the Sentinels didn't know that Neo's buddy was on the back? How did he not get any of this? I don't know. Because they kill the, they, you know, slice up the general and then fucking leave. But Neo's buddy's still right there on it. That's a good question. Yeah, and he just kind of, he's like, oh no, general, captain. And yeah. he just comes and meets him and his face is just ripped. Yeah, they Fuck. did some really good uh, prosthetics there. Yeah, gruesome. It was awesome. And he just... Captain kind of tells him, yo, you need to get that gate open, you know, hurry up. Do it to it. Yep. So he hops into this mechazoid suit. Mech, trans- just call it a mech. Mech, whatever. Mechazoid. Whatever. What the hell's Power it? armor, whatever. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. And for somebody who's never had any experience with this. Yeah, he's he's pretty much a new rescue. Neo, yeah. like, saved him from the Matrix or yeah. whatever. He's like 16. He's yeah. not allowed to even be in the army or whatever yet yeah but he knows how to work like the super hardcore like fucking gun mech yep. he just kind of walks over and then there's like a group of sentinels right above him and he's like uh 
and just takes him out. No uh, problem. Shoot him all. Yep. No problem. So he's obviously done this somewhere before. Yeah. Anyways, he gets the gate open just in time. Naomi makes it through, just kind of wrecks through the door. Yeah. How she doesn't wreck this fanboy dude. Because she'd make causes. Yeah, fanboy dude fell right at the front of the door, and this ship comes bursting through like seconds later. Yeah. And he ends up showing up later. So I don't know how the fuck he yeah. did that. How did he survive that? With but, no scratches on him, barely. I mean, right. he's got like a little blood on the side of his face, but mm-hmm. he should be crushed into like a pulp. Yeah. So they make it through, and instantly they trigger the EMP, take out all the Sentinels. Zion's saved for the moment. For like the second. Yep. <laughs> And at this point, Morpheus and Naomi trade some cliche lines. <laughs> Morpheus is like, you did it. She's like, no, we did it. <laughs> and there's a couple more like that, and it's just like oh, kind of yeah. sickening. It's like, ah, oh, just shut up. <laughs> and then we go back to finally see Neo and Trinity arrive at the surface. Yeah, they get to the baby fields. Yes, where they're growing babies. To be put uh, into the Matrix. Yep. And they head into the city. And at this point, the Sentinels are back in Zion, right? Oh, they start coming back in. They start coming back in. Everyone's kind of retreating as far back as possible. Yeah, because when they triggered the EMP, they not only took the Sentinels out, but... They took out all their defenses. All their defenses, yep. So everybody's reverted back into this cave. Neo and Trin start to get under attack. And this is when uh, Neo is using his force powers to fight his way into the city. Yep. Just holds up his hand and freezes everything. Yeah, they get like a million bombs shot at him, and he's just like, nah, that's good. Got it, got, got it. it, got it, got it. Got <laughs> it. Blow them all up real yep. quick. They fly up. Because he's the one, you see. Yeah, he's the one. And they're not going to make it through, so Neo says, fly up over them. So they kind of fly and burst out of the clouds, and they yeah. see the sun. For like the first time ever. Yeah, for like... Five seconds, and Trinity just stares at it, and is like, how does her retinas not just get fucking burned <laughs> shreds there? She's never she's experienced lived, the sun before. underground her whole life, and now she's seeing the sun. It was super close up. Yeah. But yeah. And then they just kind of fall back down. And, into hell. Yeah, into hell. Crash into these buildings. Trinity gets impaled. Like, by like fucking four yeah, metal rods. I just wrote down she has a million pipes in her. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's this they kind of they kind of drug that part out a little bit where well, she's dying I mean kind of she is like you know the second or third main character in the entire yeah, series and this is the third movie it's like yeah maybe maybe they didn't I don't know it just seemed like she was spouting a lot there you gotta put time into it yep and Trinity dies finally yeah and I was so glad that they didn't show Neo having actual tears yeah <laughs> I was watching for that to see, because if they had a tear, I'm calling total bullshit on him being blind. Yeah, his eyes were completely burned the fuck out. Yeah, so he, he didn't, I mean, he looked like he was crying, but he couldn't, because he's got no fucking tear ducts anymore. So um, at this point, Neo blindly walks into the center of the machine city. And while this is happening, another drill is being dropped into Zion. Oh, yeah. Plenty of drills. So he confronts the the big bad, I guess, the big fucking major robot thing, which is like a million little robots that yeah. turn into like a baby face. And a spiky death ball. Yeah. <laughs> they plug Neo into the Matrix because he tells him what he wants to do. He wants peace. Oh, and he enters. convinces him that he, he's the only one who can beat Agent Smith. Oh, he is. He's the one. Oh, that's because he's the one. He's the yeah. only one. Yeah. So he jacks in. 
Um, when he jacks in, the Sentinels kind of just stop. And stop. Die. They kind of go dormant. Um, like, okay, well, hold on. Well, this shit happens. We're just going to back up. Yeah. And now we kind of flash into the Matrix. Neo is in the rain on streets lined with Agent Smiths. Yeah. And buildings filled with Agent Smiths. Yep. And just an old opera, like, you know, dramatic theme song. Yeah. This whole time. And the first real Agent Smith comes into the streets, and they do a slow-mo dramatic run towards each other. This is like the main showdown. Yep, this is going to be the showdown to end all showdowns. This is a really good fight scene, though. Oh, God, it is. Yeah, I love is... the water effects. Yes, that made it so good. That makes it. It's yeah. like a. It's like you're watching a live-action DBZ, kind of. Okay. Not as fast-paced, but it's very Dragon Ball fucking murder fight. Well, they did do a live-action Dragon Ball movie. You know that, right? They did several, and none of them are good. So. Sure? Um, I heard they were pretty good. I'm pretty positive they're not. I'm not a Dragon Ball Z fan, but I heard they were pretty good. Yeah, I am a fan, and I know they're not. <laughs> But yeah, the so, 80s one is pretty good actually. It's like super camp. I'm talking about the one that was like in the no, 2000s. No. Yeah, evolution no, that, was, one. that was bad. Okay. 2009. Okay. So this fight between Neo and Smith just kind of per- starts from the ground and they kind of progress into the midair. Yeah. With these awesome like rain explosions happening every time they land a super punch or whatever. Um, you have super punches. Just the visuals on this fight scene, I think, were some of the best in the trilogy. This is obviously the best fight scene in this in this movie. Oh yeah, for sure. Smith catches Neo in like this bear hug and kind of drives him into the ground. Big ass explosion in a crater it's, makes a huge crater. Huge crater. Neo's laying in dirty mud. He's not dead yet. Yeah. At Smith. this point, you find out that Smith is like the biggest nihilist ever. Oh yeah. What is what's the line he fucking says? I can't even think of it right now. The only point of being is to end or whatever. Yeah. It's just like, wow. Like, why are you even trying? Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, Neo kind of gets up and shakes it off a little bit, and then there's a slow motion face punch where he just punches Smith in the face <laughs> super slow, and you see his face warp, and oh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, the CG on that was pretty nice. Yeah. And then they just kind of start mud wrestling. Yeah. Good. That's what Good old boys just wrestling in the mud. Oh, they fight. Um, yep, they fight, and... Smith has the upper hand, pretty much. Yeah, and Neo's, like, just, you know, gonna let it happen now. Yeah. He lets Smith turn him into a Smith. Yeah. And then but Neo... Then... <laughs> explodes. But then that Smith explodes, and every other Smith explodes. Yep, and just this awesome, like, domino effect of explosions. Yeah. Super cool looking. And the Sentinel... The squids leave Zion. Yep. War's over. And the fanboy, who's still alive somehow, runs around telling everybody it's over. Neo did it! Neo did it! The war's over! The war's over! Like, that's your messenger boy? I mean, it makes sense. He's a little bitch. But he's... And Morpheus is all like, you did it. He's the one. Because Neo is the one. Yeah. Duh. We knew this all along. And he just kind of, like, left laying up by Machine City... So we never kind of really see what happens with him. Yeah. Then we kind of cut to uh, the architect walking through a field up to the Oracle. Yep, the Oracle and the architect just share some words. And the little girl comes up and asks, if are we ever going to see Neo again? And Oracle's like, I think we will. So he's obviously not dead. 
but you don't really see. He's fucking dead. You don't see where he is, but that's, and that's it. Pretty much how it ends. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, really, really lackluster ending. Lackluster ending. So, but yeah, that is the Matrix Revolutions, and that's the Matrix trilogy. That is. So you want to give your rating? Yeah. We'll keep it going like that. Um, I, I really, there's not really much more to say about this one. It's just more amazing visuals. Um, I really, really loved the dramatic score in the final showdown mm-hmm. scene there with the opera-type music. That was really good. It, it just seems with these, the fight scenes just kind of stepped up just a little bit each more. They yeah. just got better and better, but not, like, you know, astronomically better. It was like they were great in the first one. Yeah. And then they got, like, a touch more, you know, longer and more intense each time. But that ending is just, meh. Yeah, it really leaves you yeah, wanting. Yeah, you could have you done more there. But I, I, to me, like I said earlier, Hugo Weaving makes these movies. He just does such a good job of playing the bad guy. Yeah. That I, I mean, if you guys don't know who Hugo Weaving is, because, like I said, he's very underrated. He was Lord Elrond in the Lord of the Rings movies. He was V and V and for yeah, Vendetta. He was v and V for Vendetta. Those are his two biggest roles. Like I said, this guy really deserves more credit because he's so good. But I'm going to keep this right along with the reload and give it a 7. It's still good. You need to see the end for the for the trilogy. I'm giving it a 7. So. Yeah. The entire so, trilogy, you give it a 7? No, for this one. Okay. Um, if I add mine up, what that gives it for the entire trilogy, I believe, is a 26 out of 30. Okay. No. I don't. My math is really fucking bad. Yeah, it is. <laughs> they, uh... <laughs> 20. God damn it. Why do I suck so bad at math? Uh, 23. Genetics. Uh. 23 <laughs> out of 30. No. 23 out of 30 for a trilogy. We'll give it at that. So that kind of, you know, roughly balances out to a 7 or an 8, I'll say. But yeah. Um, I, I really enjoyed the trilogy. It's definitely something I could sit down and watch again. Especially, you know, on a, on a lazy winter day or a rainy day. I could pop these in and have a good day watching these. So. Cool. I definitely suggest checking out the trilogy if you never had. Yeah. Uh, me, um, I mean, I'm pretty much running the same as I was for Reloaded. I mean, I'm a six out of ten on this. Sound really didn't impress me much. Um, the fight scenes are, you know, at this point comical because I mean, in the first one, you know, there's a touch of realism, yeah, with fantasy, and then they just escalate into cartoonish and you know right and that like super powered like fucking beans fighting each other and you know a cityscape it's it's not bad but it's uh, it loses some of its uh magic i think as far as it goes i'd watch the first one you know just about any time because i i love that one second two i could honestly i've seen them i could do without yeah, I'm not going to sit down and watch a trilogy anytime soon. Yeah, if I had, uh, if I was going to sit down and watch them again, it would just be the first one, you know? Okay. So six out of ten, I mean. Did that put you at a 21? Or one, no. 18 or something. 20, maybe. But you had an eight, right? An eight, six, and a six. Oh, yeah, I did have an eight. That put you at a 20. Yeah. So, yeah. IMDb gives this one a 6.7 out of 10. So, um, kind of, you know, right in the middle with us. It's, they, they definitely do get a little lackluster as the 
trilogy goes on, which is kind of disheartening. But all in all, they're still good films. Yeah, they're still worth a single out. watch, I believe. I mean, if mm-hmm. you want to watch them all through, watch them all through. It's good. You'll yeah. have fun. But We didn't even touch on it, but I know there is one more out there called The Animatrix. Oh, yeah, I got that one. Um, that is also That was written by the Wachowski sisters. Maybe we'll do that as a bonus episode or something. Maybe we'll do that, yeah. That was also from 2003. It's it's a collection of short films that kind of detail the backstory to the Matrix yeah. universe, as long as, along with the initial war between the machines and the humans. So oh, It's really good. Yeah. Um, I've never seen it, but maybe we'll look at that for a future episode. Yeah. So. You got anything else you want to add to this special 10th episode? No, it's been a long episode. We should probably just cut this one yeah, short. we should probably cut this one out. Thanks for sticking with us for this one. Um, we'll be back next time with number 11. Um, feel free. Really hope you guys are checking us out on social media. We're on Facebook, uh, Movies from A to B Podcast or MFAB Podcast. We're also on Twitter, at MFAB Podcast. And you can hit us up through email also, mfabpodcast at gmail.com. Um, we hope you enjoyed the show today. We, uh, we're going to try and maybe do this every 10th episode or yeah. so. Yeah, I mean, it went pretty good. Yeah, I think right. it went fairly well. There's a lot of good trilogies out there that we yeah. love to do. So. Definitely a lot of trilogies. Oh, yeah, so uh, before we go, um, we got our first email. Oh, my God! Yay! Hey, you want to read it up, Aaron? Yeah, this uh, email is from Sherry. Uh, she writes... I would love to hear your review of either Motel Hell or Terror Train. By the way, you guys are great. So our first nice review. Yeah. It's good to see nobody really hates us yet. Yeah. So. I wonder if that'll be our last good review. <laughs> I certainly hope not. But Probably not so many. Yeah. So, so thanks for listening, Sherry. Um, we got a list here. Motel Hell and... Terror Train. Okay. Yeah, so... Okay. Yeah, we've got a little list of movies we'll get through, and then... Uh, We'll probably check one of those out. Yeah. I'm uh, leaning towards Motel Hell. Yeah, me too. It sounds... They both sound pretty good. I remember watching that way back in the day, so that should be a good one. Okay. It'd be nice to do a little nostalgia. Yeah. And check right. back in the... See how so, it holds up. Keep listening, and in a future episode, we'll get to Motel Hell for you. Yeah. Thanks for the support. Yeah, thank you very much, Harry. But yeah, until next time, I'm Aaron. I'm Sexy G. No. I'm Gavin. God damn it. And we will sign off for today. Thanks for listening. Bye. Next week, we learn some golfing wisdom from Will Smith and the legend of Bagger Vance. And we hit the sauce hard and John dies at the end. So until next time. That's a wrap. Cut. <laughs>